Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, always keeping you focused in the right direction. I'm blessed to be your facilitator, Mr. Speaker, and today we're going to hear another powerful teaching from the one, the only, Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. Please remember to check out the Bishop's website at robertgrudolph.org, and this podcast is also available on the Apple platform. Just search for On Point. With Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. Bishop Rudolph, how you doing today, man? You're looking good, as they say. You ought to be in Hollywood in the military is what they say. <laughs> man, how are you doing this morning? I hope you're doing good. I am doing well, doing well. Just glad to be here, to be able to work with you once again on your worldwide podcast. Well, I am happy to be here. I'm happy to be alive and well and I'm just excited about the word on today. Uh, I want to talk for the next few minutes to everybody that's listening about a powerful recommendation. And this is going to be a part one of a part two series, a powerful recommendation. Uh, and uh, we will be looking at First Samuel 16 on this particular verse of scripture. But let me just have a word of prayer and we'll go directly into it, uh, Mr. Speaker. All right. Go ahead, Bishop. Father, we thank you for the opportunity that you have given to us on today just to minister your word via this podcast. Now, God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, let's go to 1 Samuel 16. Uh, Brothers and sisters, if you would, go to 1 Samuel 16. And I want to talk to you about how God positions people. And as we are in the first uh, part of the year, a lot of people use this time for positioning. And I want to tell you that when God positions you, brothers and sisters, you don't need a resume. You don't need any other thing Uh, other than just a powerful recommendation, not from the people around you, but a recommendation from God. And if you look at 1 Samuel 16, you will find these verses of Scripture, and you will understand exactly uh, what I'm talking about. So let's look at 1 Samuel 16, and I'm going to begin reading with that first verse. And it says, And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou Mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel. Fill thine horn with oil and go, I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. Now I want to stop there just for a second, Mr. Speaker, and I want people to realize that the king was still in office. The king was still on the throne, but God had gotten tired of the king. And so he goes to the prophet and he says, look, brother Samuel, you can no longer keep trying to advocate for Saul because he's messed up and it is time for me to move on. So the Bible says that God told Samuel to go to Jesse's house. And there 
I am going to anoint the next king of Israel. Now, again, let me bring this to your attention. The current king was still on the throne. He was still in charge. But God had said, I am finished with him. And God was looking for somebody else. I hope everybody gets that, gets that point. And so Samuel said, well, Lord, I can't go to the king and tell him I'm going to Jesse's house. He's going to want to know why. So I am going to sacrifice at Jesse's house because I don't want to be in trouble. So God says, that's fine, whatever. But I want you to anoint the next king of Israel. And he's going to be at Jesse's house. Well, the Bible goes on to say in first Samuel 16, in the fourth verse, it says that when the prophet of God came, the Bible says that the people, they begin to tremble. They begin to become scared and they ask him, why are you coming to our place? In other words, they knew this man meant business. Anytime the prophet went somewhere, they knew this man meant business. And wouldn't it be wonderful if if it was like that today uh, when the preacher comes in, people begin to be afraid. Uh, the prophet comes in, people begin to be afraid. And so uh, he assured them, yes, I have come peaceably. I am coming to make a sacrifice uh, at Jesse's house. Well, you all know the story. The Bible tells us in 1 Samuel 16, if you look the verse six on down, you will find that Jesse had several sons. And um, the Bible tells us that uh, he came, uh, saw, or excuse me, Samuel came to anoint the next king of Israel. But he told Jesse, look, one of your sons will be the next king of Israel. And I, it's my job to anoint one of your sons. Well, if you look at this particular verse of scripture, you'll find in First Samuel 16 and 6, and it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab, Eliab, I'm sorry, and said, surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said unto Samuel, look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him for the Lord seeth not as men seeth for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. And so one by one, if you look at verse uh, seven, verse, or excuse me, verse eight, verse nine, verse 10, one by one, each one of them passed, all of Jesse's sons passed and none of them got the nod uh, by the spirit of the Lord. None of them. Absolutely none of them. So Samuel is saying, well, I know God called me and told me to come to your house today to anoint the next king of Israel. And he said, is it possible that you've got another son somewhere? Now, now notice David was not in the room when the prophet came to anoint um, the next king of Israel. He was not in the room. Uh, and let me even dare say that his resume, his qualifications, they were not on the heart of even his father at that time. But the Bible says, and again, again, Jesse made seven of his sons to pass before Samuel. And Samuel said unto Jesse, the Lord have not chosen these. Verse 11, and Samuel said unto Jesse, are here all thy children? 
And he said, there remaineth yet the youngest, and behold, he keepeth the sheep. And Samuel said unto Jesse, send and fetch him, for we will not sit down till he come hither. Verse 12, and he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy and withal of a beautiful countenance and godly to look to. He was a good looking young man. And the Lord said, now notice what the Bible says. All of the other sons came through and the Lord didn't say anything. The spirit didn't move. But when this last son, the baby son came through, the Bible says, and the Lord said, arise, anoint him for this is he. Brothers and sisters listening, that's a powerful recommendation. Anytime God recommends you or anytime God puts a seal of approval upon your life, that is a powerful recommendation. And the Bible tells us that they didn't even sit down until they went and got David. And then the Bible says that the horn of oil, he anointed him in the midst of his brethren and the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward, from that day forward. Mr. Speaker, that's the type of recommendation that I want. Not a recommendation necessarily from man, not a recommendation necessarily from uh, the person that probably could do more to help me. But I want a recommendation from God, because if you have that recommendation, if you have such a powerful recommendation from God on high, from the almighty God himself, it doesn't matter how many doors somebody tries to close. God will open every last one of them. God is the type of being that says, I have chosen you. You are mine I support you. You are my choice. Now, here is the job or here is the duty. I'm going to anoint you for this particular purpose. That's a powerful testimony and a powerful recommendation, sir. Most definitely, Bishop. I think about, you know, in your secular life, eat for jobs, uh, for different types of things. Organizations are always asking you to get a letter of recommendation because it's with the strength, the strength of those letters, those strength of those recommendations could be a thumbs up, a thumbs down. But when God recommends you, (laughs) that's the, that's the only letter you need. That's a powerful recommendation because he he is speaking. That's, that's it. He's in ultimate, ultimately in control of everything. And so when he has chosen you and approved you and you've got that recommendation, as we say back in the day, you got the nod. It's a go. Yes, sir. Now here's something else that I like about David and, and I'm, I'm completed with this. The Bible says that David, uh, from that day forward, the anointing and the spirit of the Lord was upon him. Now, David did not take the throne then, but he went back out to tend to the sheep. He didn't become arrogant. He had the nod. He had the anointing. He had the spirit of God with him. He did not become arrogant. He did not become beside himself. He wasn't always reminding his brothers, brothers, I am going to be the next king 
of Israel. Remember the day that I was anointed? No, the Bible does not record any of that that David did. But from that day forward, the Lord was with him. Now, I want to share something with you, audience. It doesn't matter if you're tending to the sheep. If God is with you, keep on tending to the sheep. It doesn't matter if you are the lowest on the totem pole. Keep on being low on the totem pole just as long as God is with you. It doesn't matter what anybody says. It doesn't matter what anybody does. If God is with you and if the spirit of God is with you, it doesn't matter because in God's timing, you will come to the forefront of what God wants you to do. And as we all know, the Bible tells us that God uh, had anointed and put his spirit upon David from that day forward. And the next thing we know, if you look in the uh, several verses of scripture, uh, you will find out that David uh, was brought before the king to just play um, music uh, to help to soothe him when a dangerous or an evil spirit came upon him. And then, of course, we know how David killed Goliath. Uh, so the Bible tells us that when God gives a recommendation for somebody, when he does it, it is a powerful recommendation. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says. God has your back because he has chosen you and he has anointed you to do his will. Bishop, if I may ask a question here, we know that, you know, Oftentimes you're getting ready to join an organization, do something, and a letter of recommendation is required. So you go and you ask for it. And if you have a relationship with that individual, they will write it. Based upon your Bible knowledge, what would you say are the characteristics, uh, the character of the individual that God recommends and puts his seal of approval on? Because this type of recommendation, you don't just go... Yo, God, I'm trying to get a position. Can you give me a recommendation? What do you think is required to get that type of recommendation from God? Well, one, it's always good, in my opinion, for a person to have a relationship with God, have a re relationship with the recommender, the person who is going to recommend you, have a relationship with him because he knows what you're going through. He sees what you have to deal with, and he knows because of the relationship you have with him, he knows you. So it's best to have a relationship with the one who does the recommendation. And then also, it, it would not hurt to have an humble spirit. David was humble. I mean, brothers and sisters, I want you to think about this. He was the youngest son. He was the youngest child in this family. He was called. He wasn't at the house when the prophet came. He was out tending to the sheep. And he was called from the field. Notice he was out there working. He was called from the field to come to the house to be anointed. Now, with that, many of us would become arrogant. Many of us would become beside ourselves. But the Bible does not record that. The Bible records that David was humble, even though the spirit of the Lord was upon him. And even when he was playing uh, the music for Saul to calm Saul and to basically get the evil spirit out of Saul, even when he was playing 
he did not become arrogant. He did not become beside himself. He only did what God had allowed him to do. And eventually he became the king of Israel. So I think your relationship with Christ is first and foremost. And then secondly, I believe that you need an humble spirit before the Lord always. Those are the two qualifications or characteristics that I think are so important uh, in answering your question. Thank you so very much, Bishop. I truly enjoyed this uh, conversation and this talk and discussion on today with regard to a powerful recommendation. With that, I'd like for you to close us out with any comments that you have and give us our closing prayer for today, Bishop. Well, brothers and sisters, it's not about a resume, but it's about a recommendation from God. And anytime you have a recommendation from Almighty, you have a powerful recommendation. So I want you to think about that uh, as things come your way, opportunities come your way, um, situations come your way. Know that God has you in mind and always, always be assured that he will recommend you. And eventually, eventually, if it's his will, eventually you will come to the forefront and God will get you to where he wants you to be. And you don't necessarily need a resume to do it, just as long as you have a recommendation from God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you for the opportunity that you have given to us to minister a word to your people. God, I ask that your people will continue to understand that if they would stay before you and they would keep an humble spirit, then you will bless them above and beyond measure. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And we thank you for this great revelation of a powerful recommendation only from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And thanks again, Bishop, for this wonderful teaching. And thanks to all of you who have tuned in to listen to On Point with Bishop Robert G. Rudolph. On Point, always keeping you focused in the right direction.